You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. As you all know, this is your host, Isaac Watson, and I want to begin this episode by reading one of our reviews from our listener, uh, Gabby Girl Caverl, I believe it is, and it reads, Isaac is an excellent teacher, and I come away from each podcast with a fuller biblically based understanding of the topic at hand. He is gifted with how to explain and break down scripture in a palatable fashion that is applicable for your Christian walk today. So grateful for this podcast. Thank you so much for that, Gabby. I appreciate you um, for listening in, uh, for giving me feedback. Uh, It really means a lot to me um, to know that you're receiving something from this. Um, that's the reason why I do these episodes is so that, um, the listeners, our, you know, people take, you don't have to, you don't have to listen to church talk with Isaac, but for the ones who take the time to listen to this uh, podcast, it means, it means so much to me that you are learning, that you're growing, that you're becoming better, that you're gaining something from it. So again, thank you very much. And, um, I want to just take this time now, if you can, if you're not driving, if you're in a place where you can do this, just stop doing whatever you're doing right now in this moment. And I want you to take some time to, and, and I want you to rate Church Talk with Isaac. If you're listening from Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate Church Talk with Isaac. Do that for me really quickly. Do me a favor. Do that because um, I'm a little over 50 um, ratings, positive ratings as well. And help me get to 100. So go ahead and take a moment. I have, I have more than enough listeners to, to get me there. It's just a matter of you helping me and taking the time to do that. And also, if you want to leave a review, go ahead and leave a review. Leave some 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 words about how Church Talk with Isaac has uh, have played a part in your life, what you've gained from it, what you may have learned from it. Um, go ahead and do that. So even if you have to pause uh, this uh, episode now, go ahead and pause it. And then leave your review and rate it. It also not only does it help me to see um, what type of uh, feedback I am getting, uh, how people are being positively affected um, by this uh, podcast, but it also helps those who are looking for podcasts like this one, like Church Talk with Isaac, with with content uh, like this and they, or people who may need content like this, uh, when they, when they type certain things into the search field, uh, on Apple podcasts, it helps them to, excuse me, it helps them to see church talk with Isaac. It comes up, uh, quicker. Um, the more it's rated, the better it's rated. So, uh, go ahead and do that. You're helping me and you're helping someone else. So again, pause it if you have to, and go ahead and do that. All right, let me go ahead and move forward with this. And um, I am actually going to be talking today um, uh, from a, a topic that was given to me through one of our uh, listeners. And um, they sent me a message to my website. And again, if you have things that you would like to discuss, I encourage you send it to my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com. And um, I'll, 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 I'll get it. I'll get it. And I'll be able to um, to hopefully cover that topic. So uh, one of our listeners sent this to me and um, she wanted to know my ideas, my thoughts on the, the doctrine or the theology of once saved, always saved. So we're going to deal with this. This is an age old conversation. 
Um, and I'm not going to take too much time to deal with it, but I am going to deal with it and try to give you my perspective on it. Is once saved, always saved a correct view of how salvation works? Um, you have various doctrines and one thing, uh, really, really what this is asking is as well, can you lose your salvation? Can you lose your salvation? Is once saved, always saved a correct view of how salvation works? So in other words, can you lose your salvation? Is this how it works? Once you give your life to Jesus, um, is there anything that you can do to to um, to separate uh, what you've gained to bring you out of eternal life or from the place of everlasting life or salvation or redemption or deliverance? So let's talk about this really quickly, because I do think that this is an important topic. It's one that a lot of people um have questions about and uh, they may read certain verses and they may have questions. They may have been taught a certain way. And this particular doctrine of once saved, always saved is actually um, very uh, um, emphasized, is emphasized greatly in the Calvinist camp with John Calvin, um, who also teaches predestination, um, that there are certain, and we're not going to go fully into this, but predestination teaches that there are certain people who have been predestined for salvation and then there are others who have been predestined for damnation. Um, and there's nothing you can do to change uh, your, your your stance because it's been predetermined by God. And within that view, um, some would say that once you are saved or once you have received salvation, you're sealed by God and you cannot lose your salvation. All right. Let me look at a couple verses. Um, actually, what I want to do is I want to look at both angles, but I want to look at a couple verses that actually um, sounds affirming in this doctrine. And then I'll give you my thoughts. All right. Let's look at St. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 28 through 30. And it's very um, uh, popular when it comes to this topic. And this is what it reads in verse 28. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. So, of course, as we see here, Jesus is speaking. And if you read the context, he's dealing uh, with how um, the people of God um, or those who are um, uh, a part of his sheepfold, he's referring to them as sheep. And he says, my sheep know my voice. And he says, uh, as a good shepherd, no one can snatch the, uh, my sheep out of my hand. Um, no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. My father's greater than I. Me and my father are one. Um, and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. So some people would look in this and they would say, well, if he's saying that they shall never perish, doesn't that simply mean that they shall never perish? That if they are saved, then there's nothing that can happen that could cause them to perish. All right. And I want to I want to I want to uh, I want to look at that. But I also want to look at another verse and then I'll go back to that. I want to look at another verse that can be used. Um, as an aid to the once saved, always saved doctrine. And that's Ephesians chapter two, verses four through 10. And it reads this, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his in, in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself. 
Uh, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his worksmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. All right. Now, this verse, these verses, of course, by the Apostle Paul, he's dealing with the reality that um, even before you did anything, while you were still dead in your trespasses, God made you alive together with Christ. So some people would say um, uh, in this verse that Paul is emphasizing the fact that there's nothing that you can do is not by your own work. Is not by your good, um, you know, uh, character or your good moral behavior or anything like that, that you are saved, that you're redeemed, that you're justified. It's by the grace of God. It's, it's in God's uh, 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 mercy. It's in God's love. It's in God's goodness that you've been redeemed. Now, this is the case. All of those things are, are, are true. It is not by our works. It is not by our own merit. It is not by our own um, uh, you know, good deeds or anything like that. It is by the grace of God that we are saved. Now I want to bring emphasis and I want to, excuse me, I want to bring understanding to one of the things that Paul said in Ephesians chapter two. He says, even when we were dead in trespasses, uh, he made us alive together with Christ. Now this is the thing. Um, really what that means is that, is that grace is not because we earned it. Salvation is not because we earned it. Even when we were sinners, even when we were in our trespass, we were dead in our sins. He quickened us. He made us alive, which means what? Um, when, once we believed on him, our slate was clean, regardless of what our current state looked like. All right. So that's what this is speaking of. When we look at I want to go back to and I know I'm talking fast, but I want to go back to John chapter 10, 28, um, when it when it deals with no one can snatch um, his people out of his hand. I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Um, no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. All right. I think this is very important because this speaks of God's stance towards us. Let me tell you something about God. Let me tell you something about Jesus. God is relentless and he relentlessly pursues you. He is relentless about holding on to you. He is relentless about about keeping you in his hand, keeping you safe, keeping you secure, keeping you in his in his sheepfold. He is relentless. So let me say this on when it comes to uh, once saved, always saved, when it comes to even um, you can look up this this phrase, eternal security uh, is, is what we're talking about. When we look at it from the perspective of God, God always pursues. God always chases you. He gave you the Holy Spirit as a guarantee. Uh, he sealed you with the promise of the Holy Spirit as a guarantee uh, uh, um, and proof of your inheritance as far as what he has prepared for you. But but what we have to look at from the angle of of uh, of God is that everything that he was going to do, he already did. Everything that he purposed to do has already been performed. He is secure in the fact that he desires for all men to be saved. So when we look at once saved, always saved, we have to look at salvation not being a matter of God dropping us or God um, dismissing us or anything like that. I want to look at Second Peter chapter two. We're going to read verses 20 through 22, and, I, and, and then I'm going to get into what I believe. All right. Verse 20, it says, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are they are again entangled in them 
and overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But but it has happened to them according to the true Proverbs. Check this out. A dog returns to his own vomit and a soul having weight, excuse me, a soul having washed uh, to her wallowing in, in, in the mirror. So this is the thing. Can you lose your salvation? Can you lose your salvation? All right. Uh, my question is this. Excuse me. My response to can you lose your salvation is this. You cannot lose it in the in the sense of like how you can lose your keys or uh, you can just, you know, how you can misplace something in that sense. No, you cannot lose it. But let me tell you this. What's what Peter reveals in Second Peter, chapter two, um, verse. Twenty one, it says for for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness and having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. So let me let me tell you this. You can't lose it. What we read in St. John about being snatched out of God's hand. No one could snatch your salvation. No one can snatch you out of the hand of God. But according to second Peter chapter two, you can turn from God. You can turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. You can be like a dog who returns to his own vomit. So on God's end, God never turns from you. Because some people would use the scripture in Romans that it says um, that what can separate us from from the love of God, neither uh, death, nor life, nor angel, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come. Um, neither height nor depth nor any other created thing can separate us from the love of God. And that is so very true in the sense that God, nothing that you can do, nothing that you will ever do will ever make God change his mind about you. However, you can separate yourself from him. Even if he chases you, even if he pursues you, God never takes away your free will. So with that being, if, if that was the case, he would make everybody love him. He would make everybody pursue him because the Bible says that God wills that none shall perish, but that all shall come to repentance. So if it was up to God, everyone would be saved. Everyone would be uh, uh, there would be no even questions about predestination. If that's the case, because he wills that none shall perish. So the thing is this, because he has given you a free will. God will never violate that free will. He will not make you stay in covenant with him if you choose, if you decide that you don't want to be in covenant with him. So, no, your salvation can't be taken away. It cannot be taken away from you. No, you cannot lose it, but you can walk away from God. If that was um, if, if 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 it was the case that you can't walk away, we have to think about all of the New Testament scriptures. Why in so many cases what 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 the New Testament, the New Covenant writers write about um, um, being diligent in pursuing the things of God. Jude chapter one, verse three, it says, it says that while I was very diligent, uh, to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith. Why would he tell us to contend earnestly for the faith? If it doesn't really matter. If, if once we accept Jesus, there's no way you can use there's no way you can lose your salvation or there's no way that you can walk away from him. No, th there's effort 
that has to be done on your end, a heart measurement that has to be done on your end to make sure that um, um, that you are still believing in the name of the Lord. Salvation, uh, it, it is done by grace, but it's done through faith. What does that mean? You have to believe. And God does not make anyone believe in him or make anyone believe that he is who he says he is. So Paul admonishes us. Jude admonishes us. Hey, contend earnestly for the faith which was once delivered unto you. Paul said this. I'm not apprehended, but I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. He talked about pursuing a goal, a prize, pursuing God. Listen, you have to you have to have a, a pursuit in your heart. All right, because the fact of the matter is that Paul and, and if, if you read through the book of Acts, if you read through many of the new covenant scriptures, many people were falling away because they were being persuaded um, against the gospel. They were being persuaded to go back to Judaism. They were being persuaded to go back to their paganisms. And the fact of the matter is that many of them, God never took away anything from them, but they did walk away. Um, there's a scripture in the book of, in the book of Acts, there's two examples in Acts where, um, we see the initial conversion of the apostle Paul. And in that conversion, um, Jesus spoke to Paul and he said, Paul, why are you persecuting me? All right. Um, where's, uh, in the latter end of the book of Acts, I want to say it's around the 20, could be around like the 26th chapter or so. Um, however, this is, this is the point. The point is in that, in that conversation, Paul was explaining his encounter, uh, with, with Jesus. And one of the things that he said, Jesus told him, he said, he, he said, how long will you kick against the goats? How long will you continue to kick against the goats? Now, really what that reveals to me is that most likely the road to Damascus was not the only time that Paul probably encountered Jesus. For Jesus on the road to Damascus to, to question Paul and to ask him, how long are you going to kick against the goads? Really what that really what that implies is that Paul was kicking against the voice of God. He was kicking against the will of God. He was kicking against God, tugging at his heart and he was rejecting it and he was refusing it. What does that mean? Even when Paul was persecuting Christians, God was still tugging at his heart. Jesus was still tugging at his heart. To kick against the goads literally means that you're kicking against um, 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 the grain where 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 you're trying to be moved into a particular direction, but you're refusing to go in that direction. What if I told you that God has been chasing you the entire time? I know I, I usually don't preach on here, but I'm going to do this because maybe someone needs to hear this. It's not that God abandoned you. Have you been kicking against the goads? So even when we deal with salvation and eternal security and all those different types of things, it you can walk away, but God is going to never stop chasing you. He's going to never stop pursuing you. Jesus is going to never stop wanting you and desiring for you uh, um, to give him another yes. So um, to conclude this, this episode is once saved, always saved a correct view of how salvation works. No. From my perspective, no, you can walk away from him. And even if God doesn't like it, he doesn't force you into relationship with him. The Bible says this. Many are called, but few are chosen. Um, the fact of the matter is the only difference between the called and the chosen is the response. God actually calls everybody. 
The spirit and the bride say come. He who is willing, let him come. All right. Um, the call has been given to everyone, but only those who are, who respond um, to meet him at the banquet or to meet him where he is are the ones that have been chosen. So the fact of the matter is this. You can choose not to answer the call. You can choose to answer the call. And then later on, maybe through, I don't know, sin or whatever happens, um, you can lose hope and you can walk away and God will not make you stay. So once saved, always saved. Is a correct view of how salvation works? No. Can you lose your salvation? Can someone snatch it from you? No. But can you walk away from it? Can you walk away from him? Yes. All right. Listen, I hope this blessed you. I hope this helped you. I hope this gave understanding and clarity to you. Listen, this is Isaac. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. I pray you all have a great day. I pray you all have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.